Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Money Talk with Tiff. Today, I have Candace House, and she is a North Carolina-based writer and multimedia artist with a passion for photography, literature, and film. She hosts Meraki Mentors, a podcast that provides a virtual mentoring platform for women creatives. Now, in her spare time, you can find her listening to music, baking, or losing time in Target. Oh, my gosh. Target, uh. <laughs> losing time and probably losing money. No, <laughs> but how are you, Candice? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, Tiffany. I'm just so excited. Well, thank you very much for joining me. So um, I just want to dive right in. So part of what you do, well, let's rewind. So we had a quick discussion before we went on, and Mm -hmm. you used to be a freelance writer full time. Now, there's a lot of people that are trying to get into the freelance gig economy. So how Mm -hmm. did you, I guess, get your foot in the door and make that happen as a full time gig? Absolutely. So, um, writing is definitely one of my favorite things. Like if I were to say, you know, who am I? I would definitely say that I am a writer. It's something I've done, um, ever since I was younger and, uh, I went to college and studied it, um, particularly like general communications and journalism. So I kind of came from a background where I was used to, you know, writing articles, different formats, and I was familiar with it. Um, and so coming out of college and, you know, trying to just kind of determine what I was going to do, um, I was like, you know what, I need to make some money in the meantime. These student loans are coming. Like, I got to bring in some cash. Um, and so a lot of my friends were already freelancing. Uh, my dad is an artist, so I grew up kind of watching him freelance. Um, so I just kind of started off with some Google searches. I found um, some online freelance websites to kind of start, and I would just get any little job that I could to sort of build up a portfolio until um, I felt that I was at a level where I could start reaching out to um, clients or organizations to see if they had opportunities. Awesome. Awesome. And you started this business when you were how old? Um, I had just graduated, so I was probably 22. This was like 2015. That is awesome. Now, I was just talking to Candace before we got on, and I was like, freelance writing is something that I would love to get into. Um, I've only written one article, but we both shared that it is extremely difficult. Like, you have to hustle your butt off. You do. You have to. And it's just, it's so much work. A lot of times, like there's people, you know, you'll give them a rate and they're just like, what? Like my budget's not that high. And then you have to like send out ideas. It's just, it's a lot of work, but it's definitely rewarding if you're committed to it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I went to FinCon this year and I was able to get a freelance writing gig with the company and, you know, going back and forth with the editors and, you know, (laughs) because I was like, oh, here's an article. Now where's my payment? They're like, "Uh wait, 
can you um, add to this or do this or do that? <laughs> exactly. But, but I will say it made me feel so good to get my writing out there to people that wouldn't normally see my writing, like people that haven't visited the blog, you know, they were able to read about what I could um, give, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it is great to like have a, a wider audience and to know that you're not simply writing for yourself at that point, but that you're, you know, providing something of value to other people. It's a great feeling. Oh yeah, definitely. Now I will say based on our conversation, um, you are also a side hustle queen. Um, <laughs> um, I'm on my way. <laughs> so what kind of side hustles are you doing now? Now, mind you, you do have a full-time job, correct? Yes, I do. So I work um, as a a college counselor so I help high school students um, apply to colleges okay cool because I just wanted to make sure that was clear because there's people mm-hmm. they're like I don't have time to side hustle I work full-time I get off late blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. there is always time to side hustle. it is you can always make time and I've and that's even I think probably one of the biggest, you know, everyone's going, you know, what lesson did you learn in 2019? And honestly, that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned because I do, you know, working full time, having a side hustle, being a creative person who just has my own like hobby things that I do. It's very easy to get overwhelmed. It's very easy to feel like there's not enough time to do everything. And usually it comes down to you do have time. You just have to commit yourself to to trusting the fact that, hey, if I put myself on a schedule and I give myself a certain amount of time for each task, it's going to get done at some point. And that, my friend, is the key um, because that's something that I struggled with. Like when I quit corporate in August, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then mm-hmm. I turn around, it's October, and I'm like, okay, what did I really get accomplished? Um, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, so now I have certain days where I do certain things. So, like, I usually record mm-hmm. the podcast every other weekend, and then mm-hmm. I um, have administrative days. Monday and Friday so you know now I have a little cadence but without having some type of structure especially when you love side hustling (laughs) exactly (laughs) and that is the key structure because it's so easy it's so easy not to have it and then by the end of the day you you're so busy being busy that like you said you haven't accomplished anything Mm -hmm. exactly so what are some side hustles that you have going right now Um, So for me, it is always mainly number one, freelance writing and then doing um, freelance photography as well, since that's another skill. Um, So for me, I am usually I I have a website, so I have my online presence where I'm constantly, you know, I might share a blog post or an article or share a picture that I've taken um, because it's so important that people understand what you do and that they are aware of your skills because a lot of times we are familiar with ourselves so we just assume that everyone we see or meet or all of our friends or family just know what we're doing Um, and that's not the case (laughs) so it's really important um, for me to um, to share my work so that people can think of me if they need those services and I'm constantly reaching out to organizations or people that I would like to collaborate with so when opportunities pop up um, I already have my foot in the door and you know what that is so true when you said 
you automatically assume people know what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because I've had Money Talk with Tiff since December of 2017, and my family still doesn't understand what I do. Right? <laughs> Yeah, but but what are you doing? Like, but but are you working? When are you getting a job? It's like this is the job, <laughs> right? And it's funny because like people that do know kind of what I do, um, as soon as I share like another piece of my story, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know that! Oh my gosh, I didn't know that!" And it's like mm-hmm. so many layers to this onion of Tiffany, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at the important thing is to get your stuff out there, you know, make your brand. Like I Mm -hmm. just went to an event and see part of my brand is like laid back personal finance, as you can tell from this podcast, right? Yes. So (laughs) I went to like an entrepreneur event and I went and one of my money talk with Tiff shirts and some jeans and some military boots because that's what I just felt like wearing. Uh, (laughs) And it was funny because everybody else had on like suits and um, dresses and, you know, things like that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is me. I'm in brand right now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, And the guy that invited me, he was like, he was telling everybody else, he was like, don't let the jeans and t-shirt fool you. Like this girl knows her stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And that's so true. I think that's like such an awesome example of, like you said, like knowing your brand, knowing yourself, not, not feeling like you have to fit everyone else's idea of what you're doing like if you are skilled and like you know what you're bringing to the table then just just walk in that and be confident exactly exactly like it's so important especially when you're an entrepreneur well really even if you have a full-time job to be Mm -hmm. authentic it is yeah be your authentic self because that's what people are going to remember that's what people are going to recognize and that might be the thing that helps you get that promotion you know um exactly or move to the next level in your business so i think it's super important to be authentic that's why i'm like hey i will come with my thrift store clothing and <laughs> that's right <laughs> and call it a day that is so true <laughs> um so I know a little bit, um, you do photography, but you also do films, right? Yes, I do. So um, that's usually something that, and I always tell everybody when you talk about like your dream life, that would probably be my dream that I would be traveling and like doing film and photographing events and things. Um, so yeah, that's what I like to do. Like I, um, a few months ago, we had a um a jazz festival here um, in Durham, North Carolina, that's called the Art of Cool Festival. This is like the fifth or sixth year, I think. Um, And so I was able to um, shoot footage at that event. So like taking like photography and film. Um, So for me, it's really important to always kind of stay connected, you know, with, in my case, like the arts community. Um, So whenever there is an event, I will, you know, see, hey, does someone need a photographer? Do you need a videographer? Um, I'll even volunteer at places just to, you know, make more connections. And I think that's, that's always important for me, just because everything that I do Um, I think it's important that it's always in service to like the greater goals. So for me, my goal is always obviously to improve my skills, but it's also to leverage my skills to make as much money as I possibly can. Um, There's like 
a lot of strategic financial goals that I have. And so I think it's important that you're maximizing all of the skills that you have so that you can earn money in every way and not just, you know, in a traditional job as we would see it. Oh my gosh, you just said a mouthful. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Because, no, 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 that was great because um, I always tell people you need to insert yourself in communities that you want to be part of. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people think that they can just sit back and, you know, people will come to you or, you know, people are automatically, like we said before, automatically going to know what you do. And that's not the case. And I feel like the biggest thing is making sure you're part of the communities that you would like to be associated with. Mm -hmm. And then also volunteering. Like I do a lot Mm -hmm. of volunteering and no, I don't get paid for it, but you know, I might, somebody else now has heard of money talk with Tiff. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's not all about money all the time. Not at all. And I think that's, I think that's important, like you said, as entrepreneurs, as just individuals, um, you know, who are trying to achieve certain financial goals, it's really important that everything that we do that's, you know, in service of reaching those goals isn't always that, you know, someone's putting, you know, $10 in your pocket. Sometimes it's just putting yourself in the position. So, in the future, someone can come and give you that opportunity. So you'll always have to see the bigger picture um, and not so much just, you know, did I make money from this event or is this, you know, getting me, you know, to that 20% goal or whatever it may be. Right. And, you know, I will say definitely strike a balance though, because I feel like, (laughs) I feel like at least for like the past two years, I have not made hardly anything. And it's because I just love what I do. So it's just very easy to fall into, oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do this. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And, And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it is, especially like you said, if you're, if you truly enjoy what you do, then yeah, you'll be running, you know, I'll run all around town and I'll take a picture of anything that's going on and no one would have to pay me a dime, right? Just because I love it. But I think you're right. You have to, you have to keep a balance. And I know personally for me, if I think about it, I, I try to give myself actionable goals that are in front of me. Um, so like, just for example, you know, I, like all of us have like student loans left over. Mm. Um, I live at home, so I'm able to thankfully save money. So I'm not paying rent. So I'm saving money for, you know, other personal goals that I have. Um, so for me, I'll actually look and I'll say, you know, well, what would I like to accomplish in the next six months? Or how much would I like to have saved, you know, in a year from now or what have you? Um, and so I'll try to break that down and say, this is my goal you know, per week or per month. So I'll say, you know, I might like to make X amount of dollars in freelance work in the month of November. So that kind of helps me to break down, you know, how many, you know, quote unquote free jobs can I take or, you know, what should I be charging for a certain event? That, that I'm over here taking notes. Because that is, that's what I need to do. I need to put Mm -hmm. a dollar amount on how much I need to make. And then that way I can say, okay, I've made what I need to make. And now I can possibly do some free things. (laughs) Exactly. And, and I think it's so important to do that because, and I'll, and I'll say it this way. I think it's important to have those goals because for a lot of reasons. So 
in a case like yourself and so many other people out there, if you're an entrepreneur, you obviously have to do that because you have to, you know, if you're supporting yourself, you need to know what kind of, you know, income do I want to be making from this venture to be able to, you know, sustain myself. So obviously that's important. Um, for someone like myself, even though I'm working full time, I'm also looking and I'm saying, well, you know, if I want to accelerate this goal and say, I'd like to pay off this loan or, you know, I started off the year, I had X amount of dollars I wanted to save to purchase a car. I'm looking at what can I do to, you know, offset what I'm making from my full-time salary to have these personal goals. So I think you need to always, you know, whether you are a full-time entrepreneur or you're just, you know, trying to save up to go to France or something, you definitely want to look at it in actionable steps. I think that always helps me to, to keep myself focused. So I'm not just out there blindly, you know, letting people rip me off because <laughs> right. that will happen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Candace. This was awesome. You dropped so many gems. So if people wanted to find you, how could they find you? Yes. So you can definitely find me um, online. So my website is www.candacehouse.com. So that's C-A-N-D-A-C-E-H-O-W-Z-E. Um, so you can find my podcast there, my blog, just learn about me. And then if you're on social media, I would love to follow you guys. Um, so my name is Ace is Joy, A-C-E-I-S-J-O-Y. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. Yay! Thank you so much, Candace. And since you're local, we need to get together because I have so many things that I need yes. to talk about. <laughs> yes, we definitely do. I would love that. <laughs> because I am not a creative. <laughs> and you know what? I It's so funny because I think that everyone needs to have that creative person in their life to help them bring that out. And I, on the other hand, I always need someone that can help me think analytically and get my head out of the clouds. <laughs> Well, we will definitely be in touch. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.